0: ¿Qué paso, Cochinos and Sucias? I'm that Vatogayo, the chivalrous chauvinist. You can find me at Cochino Chingon on Instagram, TikTok, and sometimes Twitter. Welcome to another episode of Sucias, or my favorite. I have a guest with me today. Her name is Anna Schmidt. She is a relationship coach. Wanted to have her come on and have a discussion about relationships in general and how to make a stronger and healthier relationship for you and your partner, or if you're looking for a future partner. Without any further ado, how are you doing today, Anna?
1: Good morning, I'm very good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
0: I appreciate you coming on, especially now that you're back in China. How's that going for you?
1: Yeah, I'm back in China. Uh, Well, currently we're in quarantine, so it's an interesting experience because we can't leave the hotel room, but the bed is comfy and the food is good.
0: (laughs) I appreciate you taking the time out to be able to do this with me today. How did you end up becoming a relationship coach? Uh,
1: looking back, it turned out that even 20 years ago, not even knowing what the word coach means, I was helping my uh, girlfriends and their partners. Um, I've always been the one who helped the for the stranger in the corner when they were crying. And was, I went there and I talked to them and I helped them figure out why they're crying. it usually was because of a relationship ending or having trouble. And, um, Talk to them try to lift them up again um, and with my friends I mediated between them when there were points that they couldn't figure out themselves and it just developed from there and going through some very bad relationships myself um, and finding the strength then to say no more I uh, want I only want to have the relationship I really deserve and desire and leaving everything behind and then finding that and um, going for it. Uh, I thought uh, everyone should have that because it's such a big and important part of your life, especially when you're in a relationship where you're not happy or you feel that you deserve more um, to get out there or to, to change something, not even getting out there, but to change your mindset and change the way you talk to your partner and to uh, have the tools to get what you deserve and desire that's what I wanted to get out in the world. I wanted to spread the love and um, make people in a relationship happy.
0: Yes, I I find that very important. And you said something that I I comment a lot with my friends and on the podcast is what's important about relationships is communication, being able to talk to your partner Mm. and let them know what you want or what you desire and listening to them and what they want as well. Because communication is two-way. It's not just speaking what you want. It's important to hear what they want and what they need as well. How was it that you were able to give advice to your friends? Because oftentimes I know some people when they give advice, their friends either, oh yeah, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Or if they do listen to it and it doesn't go exactly the way they want it, they have a little bit of animosity, a little bit of anger that it didn't go their way and they blame you because your advice was quote unquote bad. How did you resolve that?
1: Um, Because I didn't really give advice in that perspective. I listened and then I just just suggested um, human behavior. So what if he behaves like this because of this? What if, just what if questions? And um, not to not be blamed, but just because I wouldn't, I would never say I know uh, why someone behaves in a certain way, I just have ideas suggestions um from my knowledge or from um just uh, observing human behavior and um going through it and analyzing it i love to analyze so that's what i did i just gave suggestions and then out of that we went one step after the other and uh, so far it always turned out in uh, a positive
0: way That's awesome. I'm glad that you were able to help your friends. And how did you make that leap from giving advice to, or sorry, suggestions for your friends to help improve their relationship and make that leap from friends to having clients and customers to help them with their relationships?
1: It was a long way. I um, went a different route. I um, went went to England because I grew up in Germany. So all of that happened in Germany. And uh, then I moved to England and I worked uh, in corporate and after that, I worked as an apprenticeship coach. So I moved to China and said to visa reasons. I um, had to start as an English teacher. I couldn't do the coaching anymore. And um, I have noticed over the months that I just missed it so much. And uh, luckily, I got the opportunity to also get the information that I can set up my own business here in China. And so I talked to my partner and said, uh, I, I miss it. I want to do it again. And I want to do it on my own terms and set up my own business. And uh, so last year, beginning of last year, I set up my own business in China and do the coaching all over the world.
0: That is awesome. And with with the coaching and starting that business there, how do we be able to start your outreach as far as being able to gain more clients? Because I can understand that you might have some Um, English-speaking clients in China that might want the assistance, but how were you able to spread the word that you were a relationship coach for other people to come seek you out?
1: When you come as an expert, uh, you get a coach that helps you as the partner to transition into the new culture. And my coach was a coach, and she helped me. She um, actually, I told her about my idea, and she was like, yes, of course, I support you. How can I help you? And she introduced you to my first pro bono client. And uh, with that lady, um, I had um, she was my client for about three months. And she was talking to her friends, and then her friends came um, to work with me because they thought it was great um, what she achieved, and they wanted that as well. So um, to start with, it was just referrals, and um, to set out globally, that was a big step for me because I wasn't very familiar with social media, I wasn't very familiar with marketing, marketing strategy and so it was um, one step after the other, a lot of failure, a lot of uh, setbacks until I myself found um, two ladies who coached me um, moving forward So to have all the information on how I do that, how I reach out to people, how I reach out to the world to get to know me, how I do the marketing, how I become visible and how do I write great offers, et
0: cetera. Oh, that's that's great that you're able to learn all those skills with help and being able to do it, especially with the help of uh, social media, making things a lot easier to be able to have that global reach. I think that's a great thing to have nowadays. Now that you've made the transition over into coaching, especially now that you do global coaching, what do you okay. see are probably the top two or three common issues that relationships have?
1: Um. Well, the first thing would be that people um, become complacent, so they just stay in a relationship, um, sometimes not even knowing why they are still there. And um, uh, the other one is that they, that women. When I work with women, it's um, a lot of not loving their body, not loving the way they look, and that is uh, a hindrance in the relationship because it's. Uh, get so involved into those thoughts, and into that negative self-talk that you um, forget to enjoy. Um, The third thing would be, again, communication, that people don't know how to communicate their feelings, their needs, their desires in an effective and efficient way.
0: Yes, I've noticed that a lot with some friends and acquaintances, that their relationships kind of just They're together because they've been together for so long that they don't feel like breaking up and finding someone else. So they just put up with their partner, quote unquote, and they really don't even know their partner. They don't have conversations about each other. They just talk about their day, talk about work, but they don't talk about themselves to each other or ask their partner about themselves. And and that's something that I just don't understand. It's frustrating to hear what they say about their life and they don't know anything about their partner, which is surprising with your successful clients, do they still see you or keep in touch in a few months or about how many sessions do you work with them until their relationship is stronger? Roughly how long does that take?
1: Mm. So I have uh, one-on-one sessions um, and it usually takes between six to ten sessions. Um, I also have programs and these programs are usually over eight weeks because it takes um, up to 60 days to change your behavior and Mm -hmm. when you want to work on your relationship you need to adapt your your mindset and certain behaviors so that's why they go for eight weeks
0: and do you give in the program do you give them any homework to do with their partners or is it something that they have to do on their own or any reading or what do you recommend for them aside from the consultation
1: Um, well it depends if they are in a relationship or not
0: oh yeah okay Uh,
1: but if they are in a relationship then some they always get homework. Yeah, I love to give homework. Um, and uh, some homework is to do by themselves. So, for example, when we quieten our inner critique, that you can only do by yourself, so you do that by yourself. But if you then practice your love languages that you do with your partner.
0: Do you have more single or more couples that you work with?
1: I have more single.
0: How long do you does it usually take for them to work on themselves and be able to find a partner after?
1: Um, well, that's a tricky question. I always love to say uh, they don't find, but they choose a partner. And I think that way, um, from one client, for example, she um, worked with her last year and um, she now decided she doesn't want to have a partner right now. She literally wants to wait till she feels she's ready. Because even working with me, I give you the tools and I um, give you suggestions and I show you how it's done. But, the work still has to come from yourself. And depending on where you are, what experiences you have, it might take longer until you really adapt and and use these tools in a way where you feel comfortable with. And she was at the point where she said, even after our, she did the Love Diva program so for eight weeks, and even after that, she said, I still need time, because um, I know if a guy comes along and I like him and he looks uh, fancy, et cetera, I might say yes just because I'm so wooed, but I know that from the bottom of my heart it's not the right thing to do now so I want to stay by myself for at least half a year and that's what she did. Hmm.
0: And did she choose someone after the the half year was up or is she still looking now?
1: And the half year isn't up yet. Okay. So I talked to her uh, last month and she said no she still needs time to she still wants the time.
0: Uh, something I've noticed a lot with, particularly with male friends or, uh, acquaintances that I work with or speak with is that a lot of times males have an issue with their self-worth because they have to, they're usually the ones that have to initiate and approach females in, in going out for a date for whatever, any communication. And they, whenever they get the rejection, it's hard for them to, um, overlook the rejection and keep going that their, their self-worth keeps getting, um, kind of chipped away and. Um, not ruined but makes it harder for them to want to try and try again do you have any suggestions or recommendations for males to keep trying
1: yes uh well first of all don't take it personally because you don't know what's going on in that uh, woman's life or um, man's life whoever you want to approach um there could be so many reasons why that person in that moment reject uh, rejects you and um sometimes um They're just not that into you. They might not like the way you look or the way you talk, but that is okay. You're not on this planet to be liked and loved by everyone. So whenever you get rejected, maybe you want to see it as the opportunity to to choose the right person. And this person who rejects you, she's not the right one because otherwise she would say yes, isn't it?
0: Yes. I usually try to equate it or see it more as a job application that you're not going to get every job that you apply for, you know, you don't get hurt when you get turned down for a job or don't hear a response. So I try to tell them, Hey, think of it that way, because you're not going to be the perfect match for everyone that you approach. You're going to be good enough or good for the, for a select few. And it's finding that person. And, oh, that's where I was going. Um, With your female clients, uh, the ones that are single, Do you ever have an issue or do you see a habit or trend where they'll have a long list? They want a guy that's A, B, C, D, 1, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9, and 10. Do you get them to reduce the number of their requirements or desires in a partner? Or do you let them keep those requirements in?
1: Mostly, they have a list of what they don't want. Or at least that list is bigger than the list of what they want. And when we talk about that, because that is part of um, one of my programs, we go I want them to to set up this list, so that list is important, but before we set up the the worth we know that we deserve it all, and then we have this list. and it's important then to go into the details, um because sometimes we just hung up on 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 the the surface to say, "I want a guy that is tall, and I want a guy that uh, earns a lot of money." and when we come, for example, with the earn a lot of money, I said, "Okay, what does it mean to you?" Because he can earn a lot of money, you can never see him. Um, so, so what is it? What should be the circumstance around this earning a lot of money? What do you need that lot of money for? Be specific. And uh, as soon as we get into the nitty-gritty, into the details, um, it turns out it's not the money that they want. They want. It could be, for example, just to have someone. They are supporting their own life and they want someone who supports their own life so they don't have to support both of them i said okay so that's a totally different wording then that's a totally different wish that you send out there a totally different type of guy
0: that's something that i I do notice a lot too as well they'll say they want oh he makes i want him to make a lot of money okay but how because and well i don't i don't say how i think of it more as do you, are you specifically wanting a lawyer, someone that has prestige, or are you looking for someone that makes a lot of money because a business owner, a plumber, electrician that owns their own business can make a lot of money as well. So is it because you want someone that is in a suit, looks good, makes a lot of money in that way, or are you looking for a guy that just can take care of the bills, take care of the house? And then they kind of reassess and they'll say, well, I would like a guy that's handy around the house. Well, it's probably not going to be a lawyer. Um, even though a lawyer will be able to take him out to do nicer things or have more. Um, so it's, yeah, like it's kind of the same idea that I try to get them to think about because they're focused right. on looking good or having the, um, better acquaintances, better social circle. And they're not specifying or realizing that by having that, they're not going to have their significant other, their boyfriend, their husband. At the house all the time because they're going to try to make partner, because they're trying to make all the money that they have, they're going to be spending over a hundred hours a week at work and not at home. So that, that's a very good point. I appreciate that. How can people make themselves realize that they are worthy of the love that they are looking for, that they're choosing to get?
1: That's an interesting question. I like to start from the bottom. So I think what holds us back usually to fear the self-love or to feel the self-worth um, is that we had experiences in our past that taught us that we're not worth it, or we don't deserve the best. So we had people who told us that we don't deserve it, et cetera. And um, I like to call it the inner critique that um, came up at that time. And um, every time we're in a situation where we actually want to feel it, where we are ready to do it, that. That this voice in our head comes up and tells us, ah, be afraid! Oh no! Don't do this! Uh, You might be, you might embarrass yourself. Um, You might hurt someone. Whatever. So it always brings this negative feeling with it. And I think the first step should be to quieten that that voice, so that we don't. Because I like affirmations and I like all of that. But I feel like if you can't quieten the negative talk. It's hard to overtune it with the positive. So, quiet in that first and come to a place of calm and, um, and um, neutral almost, and then start building the positive.
0: Yes, I like that. I know that a lot of people that I speak with, or some of the people that I speak with, they have an issue with that, that they don't feel they deserve it, or they settle for the person that they're with, or settle for someone they can get because they don't think they're worth um, something more, a higher standard, or even a just a level standard of, of decency. Sometimes they deal with um, verbal or emotional abuse just because it's someone to have or someone to keep them warm at night, quote unquote. Um, okay. And it's, it's difficult to try to get that across to them, turn off that negative speaker, uh, like you say, and get them to reassess, hey, there's some positives to you. You shouldn't be So, negative in your life about yourself because everyone's worthy and deserving of love. Um, And I think it's important that they realize that they are worthy of love because if they can't see that in themselves and they can't, then they'll lower the bar, lower the expectations that they have from their partner and have miserable relationships going on. So, thank you for all this information. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: I just want to say that everyone deserves everything. Uh, There's enough, enough love for all of us. So we don't have to hold back, and um, we deserve it. We, when we desire it, we can get it. Just get out there and spread the love.
0: Great, Anna Smith. Thank you so much for coming on. What are your socials where people can find you again?
1: LinkedIn, Instagram. Instagram, okay. Uh coachcom That's the website.
0: And what is the Instagram handle?
1: Uh, Anna and selflove Love.
0: Well, Anna, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate your time for coming on to the show. Thank you for sticking around. I love you. You're worthy of it. Till next time. Besos.